welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 60 of the Fly Route Podcast. I am your host, Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Playboy, a.k.a. The Killing Yoke, a.k.a. Sir Capalot, and I have an exciting show for you today. I am joined here by some really, really great guests. All right, Keith, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself first. You got any AKAs for yourself? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like Aunt said, my name is Keese, uh, short for Marquise, a.k.a. Lil Herb, no G Herbo, a.k.a. 150 Dream Team, no Magic Johnson, a.k.a. Max. Kobe Bean Bryant. You feel me? And yeah, Max. that's it. I T.O. T.O. Introduce yourself. You got any a.k.a.'s? Yeah, my name Terrence, uh, a.k.a. T.O., a.k.a. Twig Street Baby. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> that boy had to put the city on the back and throw that out there. <laughs> I ain't got no more, so I had to throw something out. <laughs> hey, look, I fuss with it. I fuss with it. We have an exciting show for you today. We are going to get into the tea off and spill some tea on a breaking event with Dalvin Cook and an ex-girlfriend of his. We are going to give you the run pass option where we give you the hottest sports news of the week and let you know whether we are going to run with them or pass on them. We are going to give you the fly route for Odell Beckham Jr. Now that he is free, where should he go? Going to give you the five fly picks for week 10 of the NFL. And last but definitely not least, we are going to give a big, big, big baller's bouquet to Najee Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome to the tea off. Ooh, 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 ooh. Spill that tea, sis. This is how I like to start the show off. I like to spill some tea on our favorite athletes and some of the crazy situations they get into. We got to talk about Dalvin Cook because this is crazy and he could be in a lot of trouble. All right, for those who don't already know, Dalvin Cook is facing a lawsuit related to a 2020 incident at his home with the ex-girlfriend. The girlfriend is claiming that she was assaulted by Cook, but Cook is saying that he is actually the victim of the assault. This woman has been identified as Gracelyn Trimble. She's a sergeant in the U.S. Army. She claims that she flew back to Minnesota to break up with Dalvin Cook and get her belongings from his home when things turned violent. She says that Cook gave her a concussion, gave her scars on her face, threw her against the couch, slammed her into a coffee table. And Cook is actually saying she broke into his home with a stolen garage door opener, attacked Cook and his guest, and immediately maced him upon entering the his home. So, all right, guys, you heard this. There's always two sides to every story, but what is your, like, first take reaction here in this Dalvin Cook's news? Uh, that's... Uh, I'm going to just go first, Terrence. That shit just sound crazy to me, to be honest. Like, super crazy. And she ain't just no sergeant in the Army, bro. She's a sergeant first class. So, like, she got some rank in the Army, too. So, like. Break that down for us. Uh, So, you got, like, uh the different enlisted ranks. And, uh, you know, you got E1 through E4, all your uh under, under ranks, like the specialist, private first class, private. Then you go to E5 as a sergeant. Then you got staff sergeant. And then I want to say it's uh that after staff sergeant I want to say uh, sergeant first class which is what she is so she got some pull like she's a want to say she's an E seven yeah she's E seven so I, if she's the one that's at fault in it best believe she gonna get the end of it from Uncle Sam 
and whatever end comes out of it from Dalvin Cook's attorney and them. So I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see, like, most legal situations because it de- definitely, like, every legal situation, has, it's two sides. Like Ann said, there's two different people talking, and we don't know. You know, only God and them know the truth. They was there. You know, the only good thing for Dalvin Cook, there's two other witnesses there with him. That's the only good play in his play for him, if you ask me. They also said she pulled a gun on him, like, in the home. Like, and at that point, he's like, at that point, I had to defend myself. Now, this is like, T.O., you got any, you got any feels, takes here in the, here in the initial story? Yeah, I feel like, you know, at, at some point when you become successful, you have to know the people that are going to be with you for you, not necessarily with you because, hey, I'm Dalvin Cook. I'm the superstar. You know, my future is great. My present is great, but the future is looking even brighter. Um, and in this case, you know, somebody, you know, was as far as his status goes, he has to have cameras, security, things like that to where, hey, she came to my house, you see it on the camera, and then from there it escalated to where, okay, it would, in this case, prove his point or, hey, this is what happened, and it matches to what the camera shows as well. But hopefully... That's a good point, bro. I didn't even think about that because you got to think, if there's a camera, bro, Jit could really just drop the film and end the whole dispute. But bro, exactly. this what happened. Leave me alone. So, Y'all know Malik Beasley? Beasley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the basketball the player. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, interesting enough, he also had cameras all over his crib. But because he was doing foul shit, it actually flipped bad against him. And, like, the prosecutors got the camera footage of him going into his garage, grabbing the gun, walking outside onto the, onto the drive. Look, so I'll take hey, Dalvin, you got that. Don't hey keep it to yourself, bro. If yeah. you got some incriminating <laughs> shit, I know it sounds terrible. If you did do some incriminating shit, you better plead the fifth and just act like you ain't do it. Cause yeah, hey, but I mean, I'm lying to you. From you got some bulletproof like the, proof. Like from like the fan perspective, he's somebody that you know is a in a sense, might as well say like an outstanding citizen, someone who does good for the community and stuff like that. So you know, from the outside looking in, hopefully. You know, he's able to. I mean, this was all brought about from her, right? As far yes. as this goes. So she filed a civil complaint. No criminal complaints were filed. This happened back in 2020. He drove her to the airport the next day. She left. And like they kind of split from there, right? Mm-hmm. No real personal context. She felt she filed a civil complaint recently against him. There's been no criminal charges or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, you got to do at this point whatever to, to protect yourself because you never know. Who's going to come into your life and the reason they're coming into your life. So I feel like, you know, as someone as Dalvin's status, I mean, her too as well. I mean, she's doing well for herself in the army. So no reason she, to throw your whole career away, your success away over something, you know, petty, not sure what it's all behind. But She got some status, bro. Definitely. Yeah. That ain't, yeah. That ain't a light rank to hold an army. I mean, it is after time, but. I mean, she only 20, uh, like he, He's 26. She's not much older than him, actually. So, like, based off her age, like, that's actually, like, sounds like it's pretty high. Yeah, definitely. She probably, if he's 27, she might be, like, 30. So, she's been in for a little bit. It's just, that's a good rank to have, you know, just going forward. So, if she's not wrong, then that's good. But if she's wrong in the situation, hey, it's a terrible thing to be in the Army and then, you know, have to get kicked out or put out early and lose your benefits or lose something, you know. That you work that hard for. Same thing for Dalvin, too. Yeah. 
Now, this is very interesting because, like, what if both sides are telling part of the truth? Because that's generally what happens, ain't it? Mm. Generally, people tell part of the truth, but not all of the truth. Like, Dalvin Cook has said in his response that he is de- he defended himself. So he's not like he said, I ain't put my hands on her. He's like, bro, she came through with a gun and mace attacking me and another person in my home, right? I defended myself. And they cited the Minnesota's Castle Doctrine. In mm-hmm. which, if someone enters your home illegally, you have the right to self-defense in that situation. Pretty much right? like everywhere. Yeah, uh, and like it's it's interesting because then what do we say to Dalvin Cook in this situation, right? If Dalvin Cook, if if she, if Dalvin Cook did do something like you, have y'all seen this screenshot that was submitted amongst her initial lawsuit? That is a Instagram conversation apparently between her and Dalvin Cook with a picture of her face. Somebody said it's a Photoshop, and I ain't a Photoshop expert, so that's why I didn't really pay that too much mind. But it do if that's not a Photoshop, boy. But then yeah. it's it's weird because if somebody holding a gun to my face, are you damn right I'm about to hit you as hard as I can. So, so then what do we say to Dalvin Cook? So like, let's say it's not a Photoshop because I heard the same thing. It's all alleged. We don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook and his attorney have not spoken on that particular photo, right? If it's not a Photoshop and Dalvin really kind of rocked her shit like that, but she maced him and had a gun. Oh, I'm sticking. I don't even. I mean, I'm, she deserved every every ounce of that punch. <laughs> I don't believe in hitting women at all. Like my mom had gone through the domestic violence. Like I don't agree with it. No shape, form, fashion. But you shouldn't be putting your hands on someone or endangering them. So if they feel like you did want to or you put your hands on them or you endanger them, then, hey, I'm all with the self-defense, you know, yeah, in a reasonable in a reasonable instance, because Dalvin Cook, if he punched her just like, you know, he did that one mark, imagine what he really could have did if he just snapped. So you got to, like, you know, if, if that's all he did and he we punched her that it. hard, yeah. Y'all remember so, Chad Wheeler? Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen like, it if a person, if a, an NFL player snaps on just, like, a regular size I feel like it'd be different, woman. too. I, I feel like typically with domestic violence, it's typically like a, a pattern or it's typically been happening for a while like it's not typically something that's just going to happen fresh at one time, yeah and then that's it so i feel like if she was like hey yeah this has been going on for a while i have pictures i have video it started at x time and then this was the climax of the whole thing then okay it's like oh okay but i mean at this point it's like okay well how did you get in the house you end up in the house and then potentially you did make some and potentially pulled a gun on them I'm assuming that you're not going to come to his house and he's just going to start beating you up in front of company. Like, that honestly don't sound like... Hey, some it, niggas be wilding, though. Exactly. Like, I, 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 don't, I, I just want to say some niggas be out here wilding. Yeah, that's true, too. That's I'm not true. I'm not going to put her claim down. Like, it didn't happen how she said it happened or stuff didn't occur. But, like, I'm not, and I'm not going to downplay because a lot of women, their uh, domestic violence or instances like this get downplayed. Like, it didn't happen, you know? Yeah, so a lot of women do provoke the men as well. So I'm not exactly yeah, it, it's a yeah. double bladed sword, but you know, at the same time, it, it's just tricky because we don't know the whole facts of the story. Like they're saying we don't know everything, but yeah. it I is like this. What y'all saying right now? Because if you so TL just said it's usually a pattern, it's not just a one-time instance, but she is suing for a one-time instance of assault, battery, and false imprisonment. The false mm-hmm. imprisonment part is interesting because how did you get to the home? Hey, exactly. right? Right? But that's interesting. And Dalvin Cook says we had a short-term relationship over a couple of months. They like met on a beach. 
in like 28, like late 2018. And he's like, she was emotionally abusive, physically aggressive, confrontational. And this is a quote from their response to the lawsuit and repeatedly attempted to provoke Mr. Cook. I mean, so, I mean, there are some females out there that are like that. I'm not going to say that because, you know, like we said, we don't have all the facts yet. But at the end of the day, there are females that do provoke these situations. And, you know, some are, are a bit aggressive. Um, you know, I wouldn't put it past the female just because she's a female doesn't mean that she can't, you know, potentially have, like you said, broken to the home, start macing people, had a gun. Like I wouldn't put it past her. But then also with the aggression from men as well, like, you know, for the most part, I, any man can overpower most females. With I damn, damn like strange so. putting it past her, bro. You, she, yeah, she's trained to like. Exactly. She know how she knew how to get in the house. She got a garage opener. Like that's a lot, bro. Especially with a gun involved too. So like, that's hairy. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you pulled the gun out on him and kept him hostage. Supposedly he what somehow. What's up? Why is there? Why is it a gun there in this whole situation? That's I, interesting. That, yeah, it, I, but I don't know because if you went there with your gun like on you, I can't say nothing because I go everywhere with my gun. You went with the intention though, because clearly they weren't on good terms. If that's what happened. Right. But is she going to get her stuff though? That's like I got my if if I walked in the house right now or walked over to your house, you see when I go to see you for Christmas, they you could have avoided that. Hey, but all your stuff at the front door, all your no, stuff right yeah. there in the garage, whatever. They could have handled that like adults, like hey, I got your stuff here, you know, come do it. But obviously, there was a lag of communication that they didn't have, so she mm -hmm. used what she had. But I ain't gonna say her having her gun on her is an issue, bro. I don't got I got my gun when I go to see you. I gotta put my gun up because we got the boy. You got the boys. You know, yeah. I have it on me all the time. So I ain't gonna be like, oh, she got her but gun. That's on different her. though. We family, but when it comes to, oh, a toxic <laughs> or something like that, like I'm going to my ex's home, and we've been doing nothing but arguing. I'm going strapped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, look, there's multiple ways to look at that. I'm gonna say this: like it is like if you think something is confrontational, possibly, and you brought the strap. That is like that and is mace. problematic and mace, but women carry mace. Yeah, that's true. But like, that's oh, me and you have been in a relationship, and if it was a good relationship, if I if I came with the intentions of oh, just grabbing my stuff, whatever, blah blah blah, I wouldn't have had all these weapons on me either. But who who to say that shit wasn't in the car and then she went and got it? You know what I mean? Like, what if she went and cook house with nothing? She could have just left. But say she say he do got two guests there, maybe they're two females, and she gets pissed. So then she runs and grabs, you know, like we really don't know the facts. So like, but that's maybe, what I'm saying. She could have just left if that's the case, because that's on her. You shouldn't have came come back. Come on, nah. Let, you know, even if he got your shit, that's like a matter for the police at some point, right? Like this man got so. Also, why is he keeping your shit? He's like, what does Dalvin Cook need with your shit? Yeah, he just got paid this past I think, summer. What was she doing there? Did she say she was there to get her check. stuff? What is he doing with your shit, huh? Did she say she was there to get her things? She said that she came through to pick up her things. So she says she flew to Minnesota to break up with Cook, get her belongings from her from his home, and then things turned violent. She had I, so she I'm flew not going to Minnesota me. just to get so like a like I, I don't know. I guess you could like I guess how does flying with a gun work? I don't. You can fly with it. it. You uh, can do it. It's easy peasy. You put in a lock box. Got a lot. You let the people know. You get to the counter. Hey, I got a gun. Fill out some paperwork or you pre-fill it out. It's super smooth. Oh, well, all right. So, yeah. So, like, okay. So, she she could have came with it. because she, she flew to Minnesota with the intentions of them breaking up and 
that and her getting her stuff back. And it seems I'm like cool according to Cook, cool he was already it. done with her. And I'm like cool they were done. Just it's just part you, after the fact. You can't, it's just they to their relationship. So they can have a crazy dynamic to their relationship, how they communicate. You know, people don't be rational when they be angry and thinking about stuff. So I can't shit on them how like, oh, she flew up there to get her stuff, like whatever. Like maybe y'all want to one last hoorah or say bye, something happened. We just don't know what happened in the, that led to the messed up eye, the scratches. Dude, that's why a camera or something on the inside of the house, outside of the house is so important, but, especially for somebody of you know his status. But the, like, but the thing is, you know he got a camera though. Like what NFL player, to, yeah. especially after what happened with Sean Taylor, what NFL player, rest in peace Sean Taylor, yeah. what NFL player ain't got a camera in their house? Dude, I'm a regular, regular person. I got a camera and some guns, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I know he, he gotta have something. So that that's gonna come out soon, and that's gonna be really big, a really big factor in how this plays out. Yeah, sure. bro, I hate to see some shit like Ray Rice, bro, because I think oh, Dalvin yeah, Cook yeah. is special, bro, on the field. He's a monster, especially when he's healthy. To me, he's the second best running back in the league, healthy. So you know, hopefully everything works out. It ain't nothing. Hopefully it's a no harm, no foul incident on his side. And even hopefully if it's harm on her side, maybe she go get some help, and, you know, or vice versa. Whoever need to get help, get help that they need. Yeah, I think I can say that everybody might agree with this statement. Like, we want the truth to come out. We want justice mm-hmm. to be served for whichever party it belongs to. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Right. So I'm going to leave it with this. The NFL has no plans on intervening in this situation. It does not violate their personal conduct policy until a criminal charge is filed. So he's not going to be commissioner exempt list. He's not going to face any punishment from the NFL, at least until the full resolution of this case or criminal charges are brought up. But currently they are all civil. And that was your tee off. Oh, 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 spread that tea, sis. Y'all, 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 it's Tony Playboy. All right, all right. Let's get into the run pass options. We're going to give you the hottest sports news of the week and let you know whether we are going to run with them or pass on them. All right, let's 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 get it started. Damon Arnett, Raiders cornerback, same draft class as Henry Ruggs, has been cut from the team after posting a video of himself holding a chopper and saying that he had let it sing on a fan that was talking shit about him on Twitter. So, I T.O. look shook shook. So, I'm going to let you know. Are the Raiders on a full load meltdown right now? Run or pass? Man, listen. I'm going to run because <laughs> this, this whole organization at this point, like, I don't know what's going on with this organization. Like, it's just crazy because at this point in your life, like you having so much success, you made it to the NFL. This more than likely has been a dream your whole life. You get to this point of your life, and and now the, the Raiders have said that hey, you know, on numerous occasions, and we, you know, just you know, extended so many resources to him to try to help him in his personal life outside of football, and you know, leading up to this and ultimately him being released, and, you know, even him having multiple accidents in rental cars, <laughs> like. Four Man, Jim was going on missions in the middle of the <laughs> No accidents, insane. That's insane. Like, it's just honestly, his career is probably done at this point. He, like, as as um young as his career was, like, hey, it's over with at this point. I'm not gonna lie. I I'm gonna jump on that, Tio. I don't think his career is done. To be honest, I feel like 
I'm looking at the aspect of yes, his career definitely done in Oakland is on the verge of being done in the NFL. But if somebody around him that actually love and care about this man, i.e. A, a brother or sister or mom or pops, smack him into reality and let him know what he really can lose, you got a chance at millions, and you wouldn't the first round. So there's talent there. It ain't like you just some Generational wealth is what miraculous bum yeah. that you can't make it shake. Okay? So somebody need to get in his ear, talk to him. Obviously, he probably ain't going to play this season. That's a fact. I don't see – unless – a team really hurt in that corner, and he don't he ain't had that good of a tape from Oakland. Mm-hmm. He's not bad. The whole Oakland secondary was bad at that point when he was there. Maybe go to Tampa. <laughs> but I can see a team, you know, if a championship team, if they need a corner and they feel like he done changed his life a little bit, maybe they they let him jump on the run. But I feel like that'd be nearly impossible, especially off that video. You know, you would have thought he was a rapper beefing with some ops, bro. Like, yeah, especially for Reynolds, bro. It's yeah, it, it, image. that shit killed his image to be honest, bro. And the, you like Terrence said, the whole Oakland franchise is y'all or the Vegas franchise. Y'all need to go back to Oakland, bro. Vegas ain't been good, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So I, it is said that he is also accused of a hit and run in a car uh, around that same period of time from a, for a woman who was seriously injured. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just Insane. putting out the information that's there. Okay, bro. And, he's, uh, these boys be on a rookie deal, bro. That rookie deal ain't got that boy. much money for you to be getting in this boy. much trouble. I swear. Like, the rug situation, He, we already know that's a done deal. And then you got to add on top, the family's going to sue him. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. boom, that contract is eating alive, and any assets you had is eating alive in that. Man, this is just a waste of, like, perfect opportunity. You get to live out your dream. I know it ain't rose petals. There's there's adversity, but you already dealt with that. Getting to the point you want to get to, you gotta have the right people in your in your circle. Like bro, especially at that point yes. in life, so young. Now, hey, I'm giving all this money, all this, you know, people flocking to me, and you're just not, you know, used to it. But at the end of the day, they're in a sense used to it because, hey, you played at Alabama. If you're looking at Henry Ruggs, like, man, you played at one of the top programs in the nation. You had probably, you know, you probably noticeable anywhere you went because. That 30 for 30 on watching Alabama. So, end of the day, what's changed is, you know, NFL has a little bit more exposure. Okay. And now you have, you know, potentially millions of dollars or whatever. So, it's like he has to have those people in his corner. Like, just same thing with Damon Arnett. Like, there's no reason for you to not be focused on football. Especially the route them boys is going. Like, I learned in class, you know, my crime justice class. People from 18 to 24, especially males, minority males at that, getting incarcerated for various different situations. That's a high time for them to commit a crime, you know. So just off that alone, it's like, bro, like calm down. Like you in that age bracket already. You're already a minority. You got two things against you. And you're a wealthy minority, too, at that. So you're not really a mi- you a minority yeah. off of skin color. But they but don't want to see you wealthy. in anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So you add all that up, you stacking the deck against you. So I just – you need to surround yourself with good people, like Terrence said. Thirty for thirty on Alabama is gonna be crazy because we ain't gonna act like this man. Mac Jones ain't got a DUI. You got the yes, rug he situation. Do. He does. Yo, he Boy, had a DUI. When Nick every, leave, yeah. Mac Jones had a DUI, and everybody was talking about Justin Fields' character during the draft. I was hot. I was hot. But I will leave yeah. the Raiders thing with this: the Las Vegas Raiders are averaging one personnel shedding controversy every two games in the NFL this season. That by far leaves the league. (laughs) (laughs) 
we only we just hit week nine too, bro. <laughs> Can't even make it halfway through the season. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has finally been punished by the NFL for breaking their COVID protocol. They have fined him $14,000 for going to that Halloween party where Rodgers was very shysty and, you know, <laughs> violates. <laughs> Shout out to the mom. <laughs> Violating the NFL's COVID protocol for unvaccinated players. A lot of people are very pissed at this level of punishment considering cd lamb was recently fined twenty thousand dollars in comparison to fourteen thousand for having his jersey untucked during a game all right keys is this punishment bullshit runner pass uh run it punishment is bullshit you look at it you got darius leonard getting fined for showing his kneecap during the game because his knee pad rolled up you got cd lamb for his jersey not being tucked you look at C.D. Lamb jersey, what he going to tuck? He got an extra small on. He wear a tight jersey, bro. <laughs> he like, never tucked this jersey. And he's Even skinny, too. Yeah, Bro, he's a small dude as is. And he got on a small shirt. And he got to go over the pass. So the Rodgers punishment, I feel like it's a slap on the wrist to some bullshit that the league and the Packers knew was already going on. They just didn't want to. They were like, oh, we'll, we'll just keep rocking, whatever, you know. Now, that, like, that Rodgers – fine was just to say he got disciplined that's all it was yeah literally it's just to say hey we did something that y'all can't get on the league uh, the league about not doing anything you look at it it's it's unfit and it doesn't work they need to look at these players i'm not keep finding these dudes this much money for uniforms at all that one thing that is egregious i you can't keep doing players like that you already got the taunts chick going on you can't be finding them because they sleeve roll like that's so bogus to me right rogers could potentially get someone sick, you know? Not saying he will, but he could because he's not wearing a mask during his press conferences, right? And the dumbass shit he was saying with it relating to, like, what Martin Luther King was fighting for. I, bro, Rodgers my favorite quarterback, other than, like, obviously Lamar. But if I had, you know, of history, I like Rodgers over Brady. But he just looked like a dumbass just then, man. I just – My, <laughs> my thing with that, too, it, re- it really is ridiculous. So if you look at it as well from, like, the C.D. Lamb perspective as well, like, hey, okay, my, my jersey's rolled up right here, in the, you know, but I still have all of my protective gear on. It's not like I'm going out there trying to play without a helmet, going out there without my shoulder pads or the important hey. things I need to, you know, be safe while playing this dangerous sport. It's so funny that you say that. What is a jersey being untucked hurting? What, like, is that causing, causing someone harm? Like, you, what, you, what, what are we talking about? You said the untucked jersey, right? You said the untucked chin strap, right? If the NFL really cared about safety and cared about these kids that, you know, you got two boys mm-hmm. that are about to, you know, probably play ball like he did. These players don't be having all their shit clipped. So if you really cared, about, you'd, be like, you'd be like, yo, buckle it. Because there's kids watching y'all. It's like, oh, well, T. Lamb probably ain't got this strap buck or this one. Maybe I could just go out there and no strap, you know? I get the I get the all right. You you probably ain't got a mouthpiece in, or maybe you ain't got a. Uh, I don't even understand that because I tried I that don't. one time and got Bro. hit and was like, "Oh, what a mouthpiece!" At? <laughs> yeah, you know, you got, nah, I'm good on that. You got no <laughs> no mouthpiece, the no cup. Like y'all got some bigger stuff y'all need to address other than just the uniforms. Like I feel like 
long as there's nothing derogatory on the uniforms, nothing blatant, like they ain't just going out there with the Zeke showing their belly. Like, I don't want to see no offensive lineman doing the Zeke thing, okay? I'm going to be fair. I, it is funny, but I don't want to see it. <laughs> Yo, you remember when they fired OBJ for wearing the Richard Millie during the game? <laughs> he got fired too for wearing a Supreme also, sleeve, right? Uh, yeah. He wore a Supreme sleeve one time and got yeah. fired, I think. Hey, yeah. I'll let y'all know. I was just talking about this with Dan, about how big of a star Odell Beckham is. Bro, I'm when I mean he's so big, he's the biggest NFL player I can think of. You know, you have Brady who has six rings. He's the GOAT, right? You're like, boom, that's Brady. I would arguably say Odell is bigger than Brady. Not off of, like, how they perform, just off of just sheer status. Notoriety. Yes, yeah. bro. And that is crazy when you think about it. His four-year tear in the league, the catch, and just how big he was able to get. Everybody knows who OBJ him. is, yeah. That shit's wild to me, bro. What it is? What is All right, so we're going to have to move into this one. Jokic versus Markeith Morris. Y'all saw that. Y'all saw that vibe. Markeith <laughs> Morris, you know, goes in there, gives him a hard check, right? And then Jokic kind of blindsides him, pushes him down. Whose side are you all taking in this one? Go ahead, Keith. I, bro, I'm going to be honest. I ain't taking nobody fucking side on this. <laughs> Give me out. I played ball. Terrence played ball in high school, right? We both played basketball. I remember if you fouled, like, one of us hard – what, we had this dude on the bench. Well, he's my boy. His name is Soika, right? If you foul one of us hard, Jit was checking in the game to foul you hard. And mind you, he played linebacker, safety. Like, he was a big hit, but he could whoop. But it was like, if he saw someone get hit on the court, he was going to go hit somebody else on the court, you know? And it's just like, it's unnecessary, you know? And I feel like Joe, Joe do be in some heated stuff because he had the incident, I want to say it was last year, where something mm-hmm. similar happened. He elbowed somebody or something, you know? But I feel like people be trying him because they don't think he's going to react. And he reacted, you know. He and did granted, react. He, he reacted. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Marquise – Marquise must have been like, oh, he, he ain't going to do nothing. I'm just going to check you him. No, he think he hard about it too. Yeah, so. yeah. And y- they're already losing, bro. So that's the other weird thing. Like, y'all already losing, bro. Like, what What was that? That didn't solve anything. And I, and people were hyping up the Jokic brothers. Was being blown oh. out. They yeah, were, they were getting yeah, blown out. exactly. <laughs> Yo, Kyle Lowry scored zero points in that game. I want you to remember that. Wasn't Bruce dropping said. no buckets. Straight Bruce said, like you said. So <laughs> you had that happen. People hyping up the situation because they want to see some drama. I don't want to see no drama out of it. Like, I don't want to see his brothers get the court. I don't want to see them all get into a tussle. People be acting like because his brothers MMA fighters that it's going to be an MMA match. Bro, a street fight is way different than you getting in the ring or getting anywhere. That shit ended like 20 seconds, bro. Yeah, yeah, but whenever we see regular ass niggas try to fight MMA dudes, they be getting all the way fucked up. Those <laughs> are some of my favorite videos when a regular dude tries a boxing guy or MMA guy. It's so easy. No, no, they but they, tr- but they, they be trying them in settings where it's just them. You know, it ain't a crowd. You know, like they trying them. They either step into the ring and go try them, like oh, I can beat you up, and they just throw in the gloves oh, at the bar. Or at the bar, yeah. Like yeah. The where bar they is usually where you see it. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit no malice of the palace part two on, on like the NBA. You know, the NBA already lose a lot of viewerships because people just don't want to listen to the message or whatever. A lot of things going on the NBA, man, with they these no calls, a lot of these no calls and stuff like that. But I mean, I can you know understand why Jokic was upset, but I feel like he does have to, you know, keep his calm at the end of the day. Um, you know, he's the reigning MVP right now and I mean, at the end of the day, if I cheat, you was not blowing them out. If I hit you in your knee at the end of the game when it's victory time, Terrence, you go, you just run in the block me and I cut your knee out. How you gonna feel? 
Man, listen. I know you exactly, bro. <laughs> Yo, that silence. Yo. You ain't you ain't going for it. I'm not saying Joe is right, saying. but I understand it as like a for, like playing sports growing up. I 100% get it. I feel like and, the whole team. Like it's a it's a team thing. Like your team and people, as a people whole beat, have you back. People Here's be trying team. joke. That's the crazy thing, bro. He's fucking huge. Why do y'all yeah, be trying this, dude. man? Because yeah. European players have a reputation. People like to act like they soft, right? It's a reputation. It's not like fact. And here's my thing. I have no beef with Jokic coming for Morris. I got beef with him pushing him behind the back like that, like blindsiding him. I do have beef with blindsiding him. Like I'm okay if with him confronting him. Yeah. yeah if, if, he had, if he had got in his face and gave him a two-piece of the biscuit, Yo, he would have been suspended like three games instead of one, right? But I would have been like, hey, look. It was worth if a, it. If a man get in your face <laughs> after you just checked him like that, your hand should have been up. You should have been ready for it. But like, people, people be wolfing, bro, and playing tough. And I ain't going to lie. I feel like more, the Morris brothers, I think they're good players. You know, they're great to have on your team. They're good pieces. But sometimes they do be wolfing and, like, just punking people. And I hate when somebody just punking someone to do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you hard foul me. And you just do it just to do it, and you're not trying to act like a tough guy. You just hard found me because maybe you're frustrated. I probably respect that more than you trying to be the lead tough guy. Because how many yeah. dudes be getting in the fight on the court, bro? Like realistically, like these dudes ain't squaring up and fighting each other on the court. And Joke a big dude. I ain't even saying size matter. With Joke's older brother, the MMA brother, he's scared of his older brother. He quote about him being scared. His his older brother scares him. You man, this. yeah. And I gotta agree with you though. Like, okay, I, I don't have no problem with you confronting them, but don't you know go blindside them like shouldn't have fouled me, boy. I mean, yeah. look, yo, just get in his face. We see that sh- we see that exactly. type of stuff all the time. Getting, I, I rather have you get in the face and be like, yo, what the fuck? And you know, Morris is gonna be tough back when you do exactly. That. And if you two piece him, I'm like, hey, look, he was in your face. You should have had your hands up, bro. You know what's coming. <laughs> Did if y'all see? Is- Y'all see what Tyler Hero looked like when this whole bro. Hey, if y'all did not watch the video, I need y'all to go to YouTube and look at it. There is motherfuckers who want to be around when some shit happened, and there's motherfuckers you don't want to be around when shit happens. And Tyler Hero is that motherfucker. If something happens, you probably don't want to be around. And I don't fault him because maybe that's just how he was raised, or maybe it's how he was brought up. Nice boy from Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, that boy probably came Tyler's from bread a already. Nice boy yeah. from Wisconsin. He came from money. Get in that hey, I know yeah. some dudes with money from money that ain't going for their friend getting laid out in front of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have. I, I ain't hooping with them no more, way. bro. I ain't hooping with them no more. I don't give a shit if he wasn't raised like that. Hey, maybe his team got on him, bro. Maybe his team got on him. You could. You could have at least now. pushed him. Hey, look! You remember the uh the picture at the end that they posted with the security guard stopping him, but Tyler was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie that that picture looked like a mean album cover, bro. It, it was hard. It was hard. <laughs> hey, it I was know harder Nick, than all of them. Nick loving it, bro. Nick, a Miami fan. I know they got blown out, but he like, yeah, he got November. What is it? Twenty ninth circle. <laughs> he probably gonna pull up outside waiting for the Joker brothers. All right, speaking of dirty plays, Matt Jones with that leg twist on the DE from Carolina. I'm pretty Brian sure Brian Burns, yeah. Brian Burns. Okay, so is this a dirty play? 
run or pass. Let's start with let's start with To defend your boy. We are running, baby. Oh, me? I mean, I don't know. I mean, don't you be acting because he on a. He's not acting nothing. I honestly, I'm not sure if he even really hurt him because Brian played the whole, the whole game after that. Is but, it about intent or success? But I'm not even sure if he was literally trying to like twist his ankle or anything because I was there live when it happened and everything. Oh, you so that game too. Mm-hmm. I think maybe okay. If anything, they could have called like a tripping because I think he tried to like get his leg with his other leg. But I yeah. I didn't see any like uh uh-uh, uh trying to like break his ankle type. He swept the leg and twisted the other one at the same time. Like he did like a Kurt Angle ank- ankle lock. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was quick on it, bro. Way quicker than what he is on the street. That shit was crazy. I just, I don't know. It, it looked dirty to me, but honestly, if he would have just grabbed me on my thigh, like if I was Burns, I probably wouldn't have been mad, you know? Like if he tried to grab my ankles are tricky, bro, because I got bad ankles. You would have grabbed me like that. I told Terrence when I saw the picture. I would have kicked his helmet clean. I mean, he could have been just trying to keep him from getting to the ball. No, yeah, I get and, that, um, though. I, I respect that because the ball was loose, so I get why he grabs him. But I'm just saying, don't grab him on his ankle, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, I if mean, you he can't, was no one for him to grab him at the same time, though, because he was going to take off running. His calf, bro. You know what I'm saying? You could have at least tripped. Like, I would have you tripped me instead of just twisting my ankle or trying to lock my ankle in, you know? Because I mean, Burns, Burns is trying to get loose. So who's to say, like, with Mac holding his ankle and Burns trying to get moves, he don't snap his ankle. Because what if he snaps I mean, his you're ankle? Not thinking about that during the play, though, honestly. So oh. if you think about it, like what, what's the difference between like recently what Brian Burns was just on Matt Ryan's ankle? Like you can you can see well, I think they was tackling Matt twist. Ryan and he was on his ankle. Like yeah, but he ain't twist. Yeah, it is I, mean, I don't know. I, I have to I guess I have to look at it again, but I didn't you see too. Matt it was doing, a like, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. He he looked like he got he looked like he won an Olympic gold medal with a broken neck. That's how he was. That's how he was. That's how he was snatching my man's ankle. I didn't hey, see him do the that that boy uh, that boy Brian Burns wished his uh, fellow DNs in the uh, league uh, happy hunt. Max Jones gonna get hey, man. playing it. Bro. They can get to him. It's fair game. Okay. It's football. I mean, you can get. Did to him, he man. lose the ball on that play? He did. He strip side. Okay, thank you. So I somebody gonna get, get to him. <laughs> It's football. It happens. It happens, bro. Right, that's a great stopping part spot. spot. That was your run pass option. Let's stop, let's, let's, let's stop, play boy. All right, all right. Let's get into an OG fly route segment where we give you the best options for players in the NBA and NFL. We got to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. Keith was just telling us he is the definition of box office in the NFL. And reports are now saying Odell is going to take a couple of days and take his time to make his decision. So we might not have Odell playing this week, and he might not make a decision until next week. So I want to know, and we're going to start with Keese, because we already know what T.A. is going to say. What do you think the fly route is for Odell Beckham Jr.? Hey, the fly route is, is it got to be the pack. If the Saints weren't lo- didn't lose Jameis, it would be perfect. It would be ideal to go to the Saints. But since there's no Jameis, you look at it, the Packers give you the best chance to get a ring. That's not – no lie. Look at the games they're winning. They're missing two key dudes on defense, and their defense looks great. They're missing Darius Smith, and they're missing J- Jolly Alexander. Jolly Alexander is like a top-five corner, so that's a big deal. And Darius Smith is not no bum either. He's a product from Baltimore. I know that for a fact. 
you look at that, you got Rodgers throwing your ball. Honestly, if you, all the places he said, he's too big for Kansas City, right? He's not too big for New England. I ain't going to lie. That's a, a decent area for him to be in. He'd still be big there, but it, it's a good area. Uh, the Saints, he's going back home. So that's not a problem. The Packers is only one. The area is not ideal, but the whole – everything else is ideal. So if you – it's a one-year deal, let's be honest. Wherever he goes, it's just the finish this season. The Packers – I will say the Patriots and the Packers do give him the best bet to showcase his talent, though, because they both, like, are going to get the ball in his hand. Rodgers doesn't trust the other dudes. A lot of people talk about it. He doesn't trust Alan Lazard be dropping the ball. He loves Cobb. He trusts Cobb and Devontae Adams. He just lost Tanya. Bro, you're going to get the ball in that offense. I promise. So you I remember Devontae Adams today? Boy, that Man, just – He was funny when he said that. Happen. So, yeah. for me, I don't know because, like, I, I do agree that, like – the thought of him being in that offense with, you know, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, you know, Valdez, Scantlin, like, it sounds good, you know, then Miranda Cobb as well, but then it's like, is he going to be happy? Like, if ring chasing is his thing, okay, Le'Veon Bell went to the Chiefs to ring chase, didn't get no no burn. Okay, they now got, you come to, to the, the bowl. Yeah, but they didn't win. But then you go, okay, OBJ potentially going to the Packers, right? Okay, yeah, you can, you know, obviously try to make a Super Bowl run with this team, but are you really showcasing your talent? Because, oh, yeah, I'm just here for the rest of the season. I really couldn't showcase my talent for a, a, a contract extension with another team or something like that. But for me personally, I mean, it could potentially work out with the pack if he was to go to the pack. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't think it could potentially. But I just don't know if he'd be happy if he would get the touches that he feels that he needs to showcase his talent. Is the so where does he go? Man. What's the fly so for route me, for OBJ? For my opinion, y'all already know where I'm going with it, man. He he coming on to New England, man. Listen, top five defense. And then you have, yes, Mac Jones is a young quarterback. However, he is ascending and bringing in a receiver of OBJ's caliber. Wish we could have got like a Julio Jones or something as well, but that's, you know, long gone. But OBJ is available now, and I feel like bringing in – a true number one receiver would open up our offense. Mac Jones progression would skyrocket. And I say that because our run game is dominant. And then we have some other pieces such as, you know, Hunter Henry, John U. Smith. We got Nelson Aguilar who could potentially be a deep threat. Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, sure-handed guy. Um, so we're deep at running back. So I feel like bringing in OBJ would open up our offense. Do He's going to give – you say what? Do you worry about the Baker thing that happened with Odell against Sarstruck and the guy can't he fumbles on getting him the ball? Like that's the only issue I have with the Mac, the Mac and the Patriots thing. Because one, he gonna be a decoy in that offense. Let's get it. Let's get it correct. He gonna draw nah, the nah, attention. Nah. He gonna draw the attention so everybody else opens. He gonna up. get the rock. Josh McDaniels gonna is gonna rock. scheme that man the ball. And if you if you look at two like for years now, OBJ and Bill Belichick has had a you know pretty good relationship and they respect one another tremendously so and one thing obj will tell you is like hey like before the game going into the game bill belichick will come up to him and say you know that pretty much he's not going to get that many opportunities during this I, game i just don't want to see the. i don't want to see the chad johnson thing happen to obj you know like chad johnson ocho single was an animal in cincinnati bro and then I he got that this. was different though no i mean that was a different you know, situation a different situation, but I think it still has the same principles to it. Another dude that outgrew his situation, a, way bigger than Cincinnati, 
He's a talent. He could he could arguably be in the Hall of Fame. He's in his own Hall of Fame. You already saw him crown himself. But he didn't yeah. fit in that offense. And he had Tom Brady throwing the ball. Everything else that you're talking about was the exact same. And he had a better quarterback. So I don't want to see Odell. I want to see Odell wherever he goes. That's what I'm saying. I want to see him boom, bro. I'm tired of people acting like they don't know who that man is. Like yo, the slander is happening. He can boom though. He can boom in New England. He really but can. I, I don't want to see what happened with Chad happen to him, and then everybody but what just to him. But, but what he's if we not get the what only... happened with T.O. instead of what happened with Ocho. When T.O. Like this... when T.O. went back to the when he went to the Cowboys from the Niners or the Eagles to the, you know which one are you talking about? Because no. T.O. bounced a lot. Are you talking about Randy? No. Rand... I'm talking oh, about... Okay, okay. Randy going to the Patriots. Oh, did I just fuck that up? Yeah, yeah you, you did right, a little right, bit. 100%. <laughs> All right, yeah, right. So let me try this one more time. <laughs> There's other notables too. What, what if just he like gets more Randy than o- Ocho? Yeah. What if he gets more? Darrell Revis came o- us. No, but I'm I'm saying the difference in that is Darrell Revis and Akeem Talib. There wasn't nobody throwing them the ball that it had a dependent factor. That's why I asked you about Randy. Well, wanted to ask you about Randy. Who right? was throwing Randy the ball though? Okay, but I'm saying, like, just like you said, it didn't work for Ocho with the same quarterback. It worked for Randy with the same quarterback, right? Here's what I'm going to say. OBJ cannot starstruck Mac Jones because no one can be starstrucken at the Patriots organization because there's only one star, and it's Bill Belichick, and you do what the fuck he says. And it's, that's that. You, do, you do, know, do we all job. know Bill don't play. You, you do do what Bill says. That's that's yeah. no, that's do not. Your job. That's our that's our motto. Do your job. I think, and that's why I think that structure might be good for OBJ because Bill's like, you do your job, and as long as you do your job, you'll eat and things will go well. Like, bro, but we Bill gonna get don't you do the ball. disgruntled. Bill don't do disgruntled. No, he don't. I mean, he they don't. could. In all reality, though, they can boom. It can be something, but I just I don't want it to be where he Odell doesn't get to shine again. Because people, like you said, Tony, the slander, people see Diggs, and they need to realize Diggs and Odell and Justin Jefferson and those receivers like that, like C.D. Lamb, were all very similar. Like, and They not him, though. That's nope. the thing, though. They exactly. not him. Diggs, I'm saying Diggs yeah. is the best comparison, and Diggs isn't even him. Like, every season OBJ has played at least half the games, he has had a 1,000 yards. His rookie year, he snapped that record, bro. He missed two games. Yeah, and he, Eli was throwing the ball. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like he can boom in our if he comes to New England. I feel like he can boom. If, if he he's not going to have the same production if you go to Green Bay. There's not enough football Ooh, to go around. Green Bay will pass, and Green Bay likes to pass the ball because Rogers likes. It's not to pass enough football ball. to go around. Hey, you got Aaron Jones. Though? Aaron Wait, Jones what? get the ball a lot at the backfield. Devontae Adams. I mean, and then no one else. There's Devontae no Adams way Aaron Rodgers not going to him the ball. Devontae Adams is like 54 percent of, Aaron of Aaron's completions. Aaron There's don't like space. throwing to the other dudes because I, I bet you Tanya and Jones alone are probably twenty percent together. He and then Cobb probably gets his own five alone. If you watch those games last year, like in the playoffs, I'm not saying he he can't fit with the Patriots, right? We already talked about that. But with the Packers, it makes the most sense because if a, if uh, Odell's catching the ball, bro, Lazard, you ain't got to worry about him fumbling the ball, bro. Lazard's like six three. Gets behind people and just drops the ball. Marquise. Also, who you gonna double? Exactly, gonna double? bro. Because OBJ might be OBJ still getting doubled in Cleveland when Baker can't get that nigga the ball. They still doubling him. You, <laughs> you gonna saw, double OBJ next to Devontae Adams, bro? You saw with them corners, Darius Slay. I'm, saying, I'm not saying it can't work, but I'm not sure if he's gonna get the amount of touches that he could get elsewhere. They throw the he ball like 35 times. He might not get them anywhere. 
Yeah. I do think the Patriots and the Packers are the best two options. It sounds like the Packers are only giving him the vet minimum right now, and they ain't trying to budge no more than that. So it's like if you want to really ring chase and rebuild your value, this is the cost of doing it, right? Sometimes you got to take that minimum contract, get that chip, get that value built back up, and then try to get the next payday. I do think the Patriots might offer him more money. I, I definitely feel like they, they might offer him more money. There, Belichick has been spending in a way that he, we have never seen him spend before. Yeah, the next one he spent on big got to be a hit because everything else is going a little slow. Not saying them dudes can't blossom real. Like, Henry picked well, it up. But, yeah, they're picking it up I mean, slow. You know five saying? straight touchdowns. Every Judon was a good one. Game. No, Judon, Judon is money. the best pickup. He's I don't know pitcher. what it Not is, far. but Judon is easily their best pickup because I look at what he did in Baltimore. He was good for us, but we needed someone that could get to the quarterback, and he just wasn't getting sacks. He was getting pressures, but he just wasn't getting sacks. Bro, in New England, he's all over the field. I'm like, bro, what? That's and what it, I'm telling you. Belichick puts you in the position to be successful. He's a defensive coach, okay? So, I'm not saying Belichick ain't going to put – and Josh McDaniels ain't going to put Odell in the position. But That's what I'm saying. He's going to get in the position – to be successful, you betting on you betting on Mac a lot. That's all I'm saying. I'm not counting out Belichick and Daniels. He's ascending. He's ascending. He can be ascending all he wants. Y'all that's said, not what OBJ wants. He's still a rookie. Exactly. He wants somebody. To go. That's not the thing though. Odell just dealt with that with Baker. Is what I'm saying. I, if he goes to the Patriots and Mac lets him shine, I'm cool with it. Like y'all can take him, but I don't want him to get somewhere. Personally, I just don't want him to get in another situation where he can't shine. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying, saying what you're saying, but I yeah. think he can shine in New England. He if, if Mac delivering the ball good, then we've hey. had some big personalities. I mean, Mac is very accurate, but that's not a problem. He can that give him the ball. That's his best quality. Is he's is that accurate, he accurate and timely, and he twenty yards under. He can he he quick decisions well. too. Exactly. So if OBJ is open, he he he's rocking in that motherfucker. He ain't thinking twice and double clutching like Baker. If OBJ is open, he's rocking in it. Like that is his strongest quality and his least rookie like quality. Yeah, like, he'll a make the decision fast and just yeah. let it go. He's yeah. living with it too. Yeah, even yeah. if somebody even if somebody take it, he I'm slinging this thing right here, bro. Either yeah. you gonna take it or my or my dude's going with it. Uh, yeah, the um the. Uh, the Diggs, Diggs one, play. where he yeah. tried Diggs on the – he tried – bro, and you got to think, that was so dangerous, bro, because Diggs was rolling so hot. And in all reality – I was nervous as hell. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I was at the house, bro, jumped up, screamed, Diggs, like, what's wrong with you? I was, hey, Yo. <laughs> bro, because I was like, bro, I was like, oh, that's a pick. Like, watching, I'm like, Diggs took it. And then it got by, and like safety didn't do nothing. I'm like, boy, bro, it was dope to see though. I'm like, I don't, I don't got no Mac Jones hate. I just don't need somebody to waste Odell's time because he's 28. He's not gonna he waste just, Odell's time though. Look, he just let's look at this though. He has went head to head, and honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. We should have won those games. Went head to head with the goat and Tom Brady. We should have won that game. Went head to head with Dak, who's art. They've been okay. They they had a little slump game with. with with uh Denver, but previous to that though, OT, they didn't even try to take the kick. And Dak was like, "This is a touchdown. I'm getting off the field." My that's Jalen Mills' fault. But previous, <laughs> I mean, he's he's battled with some you know great quarterbacks early on in his career, and has shown that hey, I deserve to be here. So that that's what I'm saying. And he can get o, OBJ the ball, and he can shine in New England. That's that's my take on it. I'm telling you, he can shine, man. Come on, I, OBJ. I like that. Please. I like that. 
I like Please. that. Yo, Terrence, Terrence has been hype all day. He's been hype all news, week, boy. Every Listen, piece bro. of news he's been sending, he's like, hey, look, we got interest. We got heavy interest. We got Man, involvement. Listen, my boy Bill. <laughs> Bill going to come through for you, boy. He going to come through. <laughs> it, is a, it is a Belichickian move to end up popping up with OBJ for like a million, two million dollars. Like, <laughs> that, is some, that is some real Belichickian stuff. All right, let's, let's keep it moving. Trust. All right, let's pop into the five fly picks for week 10 of the NFL. We got it first off. I last week I went three and two. Just like a big disclaimer. Not a perfect week. <laughs> I haven't been I haven't I haven't been able to crack four and one in like the last three weeks, but I've been consistently going three and two. So we positive. We positive. So I'm gonna start off with the first one and get y'all opinions on it. The Panthers play Arizona at home and the Cardinals are favored nine and a half. I am taking the Cardinals. What do yeah, you the Cardinals from the beat the Cardinals finna beat the shit out of the Panthers, but I ain't even gonna hold you. They finna the walk the dog. By nine and a half? They finna walk the dog on the Panthers. I'm not even gonna lie. I ain't gonna hold you. That's my take. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to go five. Come on the show and go five and zero oh on the picks. So I'm hey. gonna take. I'm taking the cards on this one. But hey, don't be shocked when I go against the grain on next one. I'm trying to go five and zero. Oh. Hey, look, look, I'm I'm with it. Look. So we all know the Cardinals have been a fantastic team. I've been writing the Cardinals cover all season long, and we watched them beat the fuck out the Rams with Colt McCoy. You hear me? And, <laughs> with Colt they McCoy only, and no they, D-Hop. They're not even mm. rushing them boys back either this week. Yeah. So like, like, that, That's the crazy thing when you look at it. I mean, I like P.J. Walker a lot. but Yeah, they are, bro. I like P.J. Walker a lot, but I just don't know. Christian, well, Christian McCaffrey's coming back, but who knows if he's healthy all the way. He played, he played last weekend. game. He had yeah, 100 scrimmage yards, uh, 100 all-purpose yards. So he he bought, he bought out first game back. Like, I watched Chuba Hubbard's fantasy uh, ownership. Like, crater, crater, yeah. crater. Sam Darnold just isn't that guy. Let's just be honest. That's all no. it is. Hey, shout out to Jeezy. Free that boy, Robbie Anderson. <laughs> facts, facts. All right, let, let's run into the second one. Right now, I got the Vikings versus the Chargers. Chargers are mm. favored by two and a half at home. I am slamming the Chargers' favorite. I feel like the Vikings are this close to just collapsing. Yeah, they're just underperforming. The Vikings are um, going to beat the Chargers. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so you so you would rather ha- – Okay, so you're taking the Vikings plus two and a half instead? Okay. Mm. Why? Okay, what – Okay, because the Vikings are terrible at, or the Chargers don't have a rush defense. Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook is going to feast. You just saw what he did against us against the Ravens, and their secondary. Derwin James trying not to get injured again. He he coming back. He's playing, but he really playing real timid because he don't want to get injured again. The secondary is good with Chris Harris Jr., but I don't think Chris Harris Jr. and Sonny Sanders going to hold that dynamic duel. Those are two alphas that play on the same team. As long as Kirk Cousins is delivering the ball and the That's defense a big factor. <laughs> and, and then it's the, the other big factor is just the defense getting stopped. So I feel it's bad because Kirk gets yeah. slandered, and it's, most of it is rightfully so. But then, like, there's the back half of where the defense underperforms, and it's like, oh. Consistently. I, like, the I, defense I gave it up to Cooper Rush. But the defense won him the game last week. They got the turnover against Lamar in OT, and then just nothing. Like, you can't. This is a you, tough one, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. Okay, I'm rocking my first dog coming up here. The Bills are playing the Jets. The Jets are at home, and the Jets are a 12-and-a-half-point underdog. 
I'm taking the Jets as dogs with the return of Mike White. White, my boy. With the return <laughs> of Mike White, who's slinging that thing, slinging that thing, and the Bills just coming off of an extremely embarrassing loss to the Jaguars. Ain't, ain't no way the Bills don't beat them. I mean, they got to beat them by 13. About 13. Yeah, they got to beat them. Like, it's not the oh, so we're we going off the picks of beating them by that. Yeah, like so Jets uh, are at plus 12 and a half. So as long as the Jets lose by 12 or less, the the they cover good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying like obviously Bills are pro- should win this game. Should win this game. And if the Bills lose to the Jazz or the Jets back to back, it's officially a meltdown. No, uh, hey, no. The Bills going to win cuz they I'm going Bills. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills on this one because two Marcus May got hurt with his Achilles. So that's gonna really hurt them too. So he done for a season, and I think Josh out. He tore his Achilles. So I think um, the Bills will cover because right. Josh Allen is no way he's gonna have two back to back slumps from the Jags to the Jets. Even so if you have I'm, I'm two slumps, even if you have two slumps, that defense is way too good of a defense. Because you gotta think that offense didn't score, and that defense still held the Jags. It, it, granted, it is the Jags, but they held the Jags. Yeah. So Mike White, he can do what he wants, but he ain't running wild on them. Linebackers are active, and that secondary, from top to bottom, bro, I tell you, it's probably yeah. between them and the Broncos is top of the league. They're all stacked right. all the way around. I, I'm feeling that one. I, I like this one. It's a really big spread, and I'm a fan of Mike White. And Mike White seems like he's ready to fight. The next pick is the Lions versus the Steelers. The Steelers are favored nine points at home, and I mean. I'd basically take anybody covering the Lions at this point. Yeah, Steelers all day. <laughs> I'm going Lions. Been... Ooh, okay. Because the Lions, bro, they keep they keep putting up points and just barely not getting it done. I'm going okay, Lions. Steelers. I'm the, but those players, I don't know what the coach is doing. He's serving them kneecaps. The players seem to be buying into their coach. Like full, Man, full they, every they week. Be able to block TJ Watt when they go crazy. Every every play. week they be playing hard. Penny Sewell might try his best though, and he been playing good. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I do think this is a situation where the Steelers' defense is so good that the Lions might have some trouble. And I'm willing to say the Steelers pick this one up. I've been hot on the Steelers all year long. I thought they'd cover their over on wins totals for the season, and that's looking to be – They're coming easy. along too. Offensively, yeah. they, they, they're starting to come along a little bit. Najee the- Harris is different. Yeah, bro. That boy is different. And their offensive line is starting to really start to gel. You can tell they yeah, have the good young too. Young mm-hmm. tight ends coming along. A tight end, nice, bro. I got boy, he's nice. They needed the tight end. Yeah. Then they got Claypool and Deontay Johnson. So mm-hmm. Claypool seems to be week to week with an injury, though. So they yeah. they're down. They're down. One of their big play receivers, Eric right. Ebron, ain't even there no more. He's there, but the rookie just out. Yeah, he ain't no PT. No PT. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, for them, they gotta love that because then like they could shed that salary and keep it moving. They ain't even getting know. paid that much. I don't think either. Too oh, that's man. crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Look, this next one I got is the I, I'm decided between two games, but I'm gonna lock in on one here. Browns versus the Patriots. The Patriots are 1.5 point underdogs at home. All right. I'm taking the Patriots. Oh, sorry. The Patriots are actually 1.5 point favorites at home, and I'm taking the Patriots to win this game. Yeah, I'm taking this as well. Browns are down Nick Chubb, down Kareem Hunt, back to Daenerys Johnson because uh, Kareem because Kareem Hunt's IR 
Nick Chubb, COVID, the Raymond Felton, other third string running back, COVID, Daenerys Ernst, Daenerys Ernest Johnson will be the mm-hmm. will maybe be the only healthy running back. And I do want to say disclaimer, since Chubb is vaccinated, two back to back uh positive uh negative tests that he could show up for the game, right? He doesn't have to do the 10 day stuff like Rogers. So he could technically play right now. But it's looking like he's not going to play. And I think at that point, I get it. Your offensive line is good, but you are built off your run game. And Bill Belichick knows that you got one guy. I mean, our run defense is good as well. It's not like we some slap dicks on our run defense either. So, and then we, our secondary, you know, they, they, they're keeping it tight back there. So, hey, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with the University of South Florida prospect, Darren Johnson. I'm going with the Browns. Okay. I feel like if Baker want to prove this is how I look at it. Odell's gone. This is the year for Baker to prove that he deserved the money. He has to get to the AFC Championship game. To me, he got to get to the Super Bowl. But I feel like the Browns will take it if he gets to the AFC Championship game. You got to win, baby, and you got to roll now. So I feel like you beat the Patriots too, especially with that defense. Like Terrence said, you can lock in, beat them without your running back. Who? Because if you ask me, like we was talking about on Cover Fort, the guys, that's Nick Chubb team. Yeah. So if you go catch this win in box roll without Chubb, so I mean, if you make Baker have to throw the ball forty times, are they winning? It's the question. I'm. A, I'm I mean, hey, that's what Belichick's gonna do. He's gonna do it. I like him. I like him to throw on Jalen Mills' head all night. At least I like him to throw two interceptions. Oh, okay. JC Jackson grabbed four tubs. Four tubs. <laughs> hey, four tubs. One interception. All right. So my alternate pick, just in case Nick Chubb ends up playing and kind of might flip this game script, is the Falcons versus Dallas. The Falcons are nine-point underdogs on the road coming into Dallas. I actually like the Falcons here. Come on, Falcons. Yeah, I actually like the Falcons being able to cover losing by less than nine. They have a they have offense. That's what they have. They can score. And Dallas yeah, they up on Dallas last year. Yeah. But blew so, it. Look, I like I like the Falcons here plus nine. I that's like a safe bet for me. It's nothing else is really difficult about that. Seems like we're on the same page. I will say I'm staying the fuck away from the Seahawks Packers. Game. I'm gonna go Dallas though. I'm gonna go against my fiance Dallas. Dallas, okay. All right, Dallas was rolling. Ain't no way in hell they finna be able to stop Zeke and Tony Pollard or Amari Cooper, um, Cedric Wilson, CD Lamb. Blake Jarwin, Schultz, Dalton, whatever. They got too many weapons on offense. And then, I don't know, you know, you got you got Matty Ice over there, you know. He be airing Ooh. it out. He do. <laughs> he do. Hey, don't listen, because uh, Nick is mad at y'all saying this. You know Nick think he a noodle arm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick better have my 20 crispy ready. You hear me? But, hey, I like y'all to win this week. Mm. I will say the Seahawks Packers game I'm staying away from. Like Russell Wilson's coming off some rust, not having played, just got the pins out his uh, his hand. Rodgers is trying to play, coming off ten days of no practice, no they activity, still win, having COVID. Seahawks defense is ass. Yeah, I mean, but it's all about the spread and the it's spread. It's the tricky. Hawks have to lose, but yeah. the Hawks are four point four point underdogs uh, in this situation. So those are the five fly picks. Uh, let me know if you all want to ta- tail along, follow along. Maybe this is be the week that I finally go five and zero, right? Or maybe oh, I can't even go show to go five and zero. Hey, I went against the grain too, so you know I have to do my thug. <laughs> okay, we gonna see what we gonna see what makes it happen. We gonna see what makes it happen. It's a Playboy affair.
All right, welcome to the final segment of the show, the heart of the show, Ballers Bouquet. Too often in the media, people only focus on the negative and salacious things athletes do and never want to give them their credit where credit is due. Here, we like to make a change, and this week's Ballers Bouquet goes to Najee Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers for his nonprofit organization, the Bigger Picture Foundation, which revamped a two-story homeless shelter that Najee Harris spent some time in when he was younger called the Greater Richmond Interfaith Program. All right. So for over 20 years, the Greater Richmond Interfaith Program, otherwise known as GRIP, has been helping countless families find a fresh start and get back on their feet. Najee Harris, which a lot of people might remember this from when he was drafted, he did his draft party actually at this location. And he talks about this when he was doing that the whole time he was looking at stuff being like, man, I can't wait for this check because I'm about to fix everything up. And of course, when that check came in, he used his foundation in a partnership with Lowe's and decided to replace the carpet, the tile in a like two story, 1200 square foot building. They added new appliances, computers, a grill, a walk wall, a playground for the kids, new landscaping, repaved the parking lot and added a fresh coat of paint, like literally changed this entire building for for the better. And this is really important to Najee because this is a story that he once used to not like talking about. Right. And in fact, he actually was angry when people talked about it. But then he understood that his story was a form of motivation, but also a form of access for areas like this and communities like this. And it's really important for him because donating this money and being able to make this location more comfortable, more like home. It was a big goal of his. And he's always been trying to give back. And we all know that that's a big big thing for a lot of athletes. They come from situations that aren't always ideal, but usually when they get that windfall, they like to try to go back and help other people. So this was was a really big one for him. He even tried to buy the building so they wouldn't have to pay rent. And when he found out that they actually already owned the building, he was like, so let's create another one. Let me buy a second one. Yeah, that's what he said. He, he, he wanted to buy the building so they wouldn't have to pay rent, but ended up finding out they owned the building. So he was like, let's buy another one. And the spotlight alone that he has given to Grip has actually changed the entire organization. They were the executive assistant said they were at one point in the negative as a nonprofit. But when people saw him on the news for the draft, saw the story that he had there a mass amount of donations came flooding in for the for the for the homeless shelter right and with all this money they were able to go back afloat get back in the green get the payroll going back for the staff keep the keep the doors open and actually expand their programs to be able to help for like drug and alcohol addiction so like massive, massive thing that Najee Harris did, always want to give athletes their credit where credit is due. And if y'all want to share or say anything about this, you're welcome to as well. Uh, I think that's super dope. Uh, shout out Najee Harris. You know, that's a big deal. I'm glad he was able to give back something that was extremely important to him. It's important to the community. It's important to just kids around the area to see somebody of that status doing something like that good for them. And I love it to see it. Honestly, I got another Ballers with K2, so I'm going to let Terrence go, but I got another one. Facts. I yeah. love it. I mean, big shout out to Najee. Um, you know, and it's it's very important because, you know, as for someone to not forget where he came from, something that, 
you know, is such a it has such an impact on his life. You know, th this was a, a very important, you know, span in his life that he, you know, he spent in a homeless shelter and stuff like that. And for him, as far as like the first things, one of the first things that he's, you know, worried about is, hey, giving back. I mean, real stand up guy. Um, I mean, you can't do nothing but applaud it and just support him. And man, it's just, you know, just give him his props. And, you know, you got to, like you said, and we got to start giving people their roses while they're still alive, not just, hey, yeah, you start, you start going on now. Now let me give them their praise. Like, we got to start praising them, lifting them up while they're still here with us and doing great things. So. You start seeing that more, though. You see it with a lot of players a lot now. You got Braun with the Promise School, Jalen Rose with his school. I love yeah. it. I'm glad these dudes are like standing on and giving back. You got uh, Damian Lillard does something out in the, I think it's Sacktown or Oregon yeah. for people. I mean, like, it's crazy because you got to. Now that you have all this, you know, notoriety and you have all this, you know, abundance of wealth and money and stuff like that, like what's what's the use of having all this money if you're not helping people? Like I look at people like the billionaires in the world and stuff like that, like they can never spend all that money. Meanwhile, there's people that are struggling and living paycheck to paycheck. But it's like, you know, the rich are steady getting richer. But it's like, OK, what about the little guys down here? You know, but, so. I, I appreciate them shits more than them stopping to give somebody an autograph, to be honest. I ain't gonna lie. Sure. Definitely. I love that impact. And then uh and you want me to go with this ball you pick? We got a two for one. We got a two for one. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Hit us up. What's the second ballers bouquet? All right, so I know it's normally we do it off athletes for ballers bouquet. And I think it's great that he does this. He sheds light on these guys that don't always get this night nice light shed on them. I feel like people just want them to play their sport, mind their business, or just they don't really care about the extra stuff they're doing. And the stuff they're doing is impacting their communities, taking care of people. And I love to see it. But this Ballers Bouquet is, it's not a baller. It's something near and dear to my heart. People I care about. Uh, Veterans Day is Friday, you know. Or no, Veterans Day is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. My bad. When this episode comes out, it already came out for y'all. But <laughs> I got to say happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Shit, I'm a veteran. Sergeant Fomer, you know. We had Jeezy on the cover for the guys. He's a veteran. I got a bunch of veterans in my family. It's something that it means a lot to me. I don't talk about the Army a lot, but I care about everybody I served with, everybody I knew, all the guys I interacted with, even talking to the old veterans at the VA hospital. They're like, bro, you a veteran? Like, you only like 20-something. Like, yeah. And just hearing their story, bro. So I got to give out a shout-out to those guys. If y'all can, just, you know, go volunteer at the VA hospital. If you see them, just talk to them, you know, or if you are at an establishment that is looking to hire people, tell them to hire some vets, you know. Give a vet the opportunity. I ain't saying just hand it to them, but at least give them the interview and let them walk you down on the interview because I know they can do that and land a job. So at least hold an interview over for them and just let them run with it. But big shout out to the guys, bro. Them dudes make oh, a huge sacrifice. I second that, definitely. Big facts, big facts. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Veterans Day is this Thursday. Uh, so that was this week's Ballers Bouquet. All right, so that is it for episode 60 of the Fly Route Podcast. I got to thank T.O. and Keith for coming on from Cover 4 with the guys. Please let everybody know where they can find y'all, find the pod, get get their download on everything NFL. Yeah, so like like Tony Playboy said, you can find us on Cover 4 at Twitter. It's going to be at Cover 4 underscore with the guys. You'll find me there. You'll find Terrence. You'll find Nick. Super active on Twitter. Be active with Tony. We'll be active on uh, Facebook if you get it on our Facebooks. We kind of don't have a page for that, but if you see us sharing the videos, you'll find them on there. We got a YouTube channel. We're on there, and we're all over the place. Sometimes on Spotify, we uh, drop little polls that you guys can vote on. 
So you can vote there. You'll find us on Apple. Pretty much every streaming platform, you'll find the guys on. Fantastic. Appreciate everybody for listening, whether you're listening on YouTube, Audia, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, or even if you're just checking out clips on social media. I appreciate each and every single one of you. And don't forget to share the pod with a friend. And I cannot wait to give you episode 61 next week. Thank you.